Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast brought to you by Ballard Designs, where we want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. We'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other design talents, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your burning decorating questions. I'm Caroline McDonald, and I'm in charge of the Designs blog, howtodecorate.com. I love the burning decorating question. Every Karen time I didn't, laugh. Karen did not say burning this time. She always does, <laughs> so I had to. Okay. And Taryn, who are you? <laughs> I'm just Taryn. Um, I'm Taryn Schwartz, and I am on the product design team. I'm Karen Mooney, and I head up branding at Ballard. Today's guest is Andrea Costa, one of our exclusive artists. Yay. We're Welcome, so Andrea. You. Thank you. Thank you. It's extra exciting to have you because I hear that you started out your career in interior design and then transitioned into art. I did. That is so cool. Tell us all about it. Well, I studied art in college. And then when I got out, I did not do anything with artwork. I got into marketing, a marketing position at an optical lab. And I did that until I had my second child. And I decided to quit my job and stay home from work. And I started helping um, a friend of mine do faux finishes which led me into decorating, which then I started looking for the artwork that, you know, my clients were looking for at a really good price point. And I thought, well, I'll just start painting those. I could not find them anywhere. And so, which led me into my art career. Wow. I quit decorating after about nine or 10 years and then strictly That's a long time though. Yeah. Like, and then switching gears. And how long have you been painting exclusively? At least 10 years. Yeah. Just That's painting. cool to reinvent yeah. yourself that many yeah, times. It's been really fun. It's been a really great second, yeah. third career. <laughs> was, <laughs> was your marketing at the optical lab career fun? Oh, it was. It was because it doesn't really sound like boss. it'd be very creative. It wasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not very creative, but I just love the people I worked with. Oh, that's yeah, fun. Good. So that's fun. So that's a big difference. Yeah. So, all right. As a painter. Okay. Uh huh. I have a total vision of what your day is like, right? I feel like you're in the fields in a white smock (laughs) with an easel and And you're slightly delirious. I am always a little Mm -hmm. delirious. Is it like that? Not at all. Oh, wait. This is the way I picture it. Okay. Cup of coffee in the morning, Uh shuffle into your little studio. Have you showered? No. Okay. There's no shower in yours either. Go you got to start one layer of this. You got to start somewhere. Then you go and shower if you get to that. Okay. That's how I picture it. So it's it indoors. This is Mine's like a- indoors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that more accurate? Who's more accurate? You're more accurate. <laughs> However, <laughs> I do shower. <laughs> oh, I am clean when I certain things. That's awesome. Yeah. So you have a studio. For sure. You have a studio I space, have a studio. which we shot. Yeah. 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 So we shot the studio for our blog. And, well, this is, and you've since moved, so this yeah. is not... Just moved yeah. into a new studio. But there was today. paint all over the floor, oh, and it yeah, looked like just everywhere. what you'd expect. It was, oh, yeah. I loved it. It was uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. I try not to pretty that space up too much. That way I feel free to, you know, express. Yeah. That's interesting, because I would sort of think of it as the opposite. Like, maybe you wanted it to look pretty to inspire you, but you feel like that's restricting. Very restricting. Yeah. I get inspired first and then I go into the studio to create it so yeah. where and do I like you... things at my fingertips you know from my paint or grab sand or you know wh- whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's all yeah visible where do you like get your inspiration from like do you look through magazines magazines and, and yeah for color mm-hmm. and for <clears throat> I love to paint large so you know I always want to paint you know something 36 by 36 36 is probably my smallest is that because like it you found it's the easiest to decorate with or it's the most fun to paint in that size both both I like a a nice you know substantial piece that you when you walk in the room that's the focal piece Mm -hmm. but um also to me I find it easier to paint large versus tiny as tedious Mm -hmm. if you will Mm -hmm. and so yeah I love to paint Paint Your paintings are very expressive, so I guess I can oh. see that. Like they have a lot of like thick brushwork and mm. my abstract studio. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, 
a lot of goop on them. Do you partner mm-hmm. with interior designers to create rooms for, for specific rooms? I do. So I how do. much direction do you like getting? Because it's like, could they could, I feel like they could really creatively <laughs> shut you down, you know? They can, yes. I like it when they give me a color palette and say abstract or landscape, you know, and, and let me take off. And they may say, we. I do some geometric kind of styles, but then I do, you know, more of a, a loose, um, light, airy look too. So they may direct me in that regard. But then other than that, it's, it's easier for me and I, and I get more creative if I have less direction, really. Do you yeah. find that trends are coming and going in interior design as far as what's hot in artwork? Um, it's funny. If I stay, you know, with a trend, okay, like green is so hot right now. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, mm-hmm. so I paint green, and it and it just sits nobody there. wants it. Yeah, everybody still wants blue. You right, know, spa blue. blue and mm-hmm. but yeah, spa blue. Mineral. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. We we kind of find the same thing here too. We might like just because of the nature of being mm-hmm. around it. Um, right. So often we find ourselves like one step ahead, then we realize she like majority haven't caught up yet. They're still over here They're loving this. Cream. Where yeah, we've seen that it. too long. So we're like, we want something new. Uh-huh. So we, yeah. we're over. But it's yes, not like, like we're it. doing it in our house. You know, it's yeah. mostly at work. It's like we want green. Because recently we've been on a little green kick internally too. Like mm-hmm. we need green fabric. We need green fabric. Uh-huh. And the green, uh, the fabric merchant is like, there is no green fabric at market. So you just need to ramp it down, ladies, <laughs> and relax. <laughs> we're like, oh, but we want it. Yeah. You're but wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, well, and actually, y'all, I, I'm not sure if y'all saw the blog post, but your house is beautifully decorated uh-huh. oh, and has Tom's Ballard. So that was really cool. Yeah, thank you. We shot. I feel like we should have like. So we, um, <laughs> Luke, one of our photographers, and I showed up to shoot your your studio, and she's like taking us down the stairs into like where the, it was like in the basement uh-huh, uh-huh. and we were like, wait, but your house is so cute. Like, can we come back uh, out to shoot yeah. this later? That'd be so How fun. do you feel like you decorate now that you're not decorating professional, but just sort of your personal your, style yeah, like or changes or yes. I mean a big change right now. I've always loved kind of mixing. I've been eclectic in the past, if you will, but like I had a loft at the stacks and I decorated lofty and put in a lot of old crusty stuff mixed with, you know, a bunch of linen and all of that. Okay. And now I'm in a glam. Everything's like acrylic and um, velvet and shiny. Ooh. And I just love that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love change, though. I'm, I love that. So I kind of so do you re- walked away from Do you redecorate often or just when you moved? I, um, I, I feel I've redecorated like 10 times really? since I saw you guys. Yeah, but I've found That's new spaces awesome. and I've decorated those and moved on to new spaces, redecorated that. You know, not redecorated, but decorated. It's so fun. I love, I love decorating. So when you say redecorate, are you like reupholstering stuff, just swapping out accent Or all colors? the way to the bones and redoing yeah. it? All the way to the bones. Wow. Oh, man, That's you have awesome. some energy. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I just get it. I just get bored easily, I uh-huh. think. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And do you have your art all over your home? No. You know, I love using other people's artwork. Mm-hmm. And I love swapping out with other artists. Or mm-hmm. in my new place, I do have my artwork above the sofa. And um, and that's been kind of fun. But that's unusual for me. I like hanging other people's mm-hmm. stuff. Uh-huh. I know. It Get might be kind of weird to put your own thing up. Well, yeah, like I where you look at, at it. it. Yeah. And yeah. like, uh uh-huh. But occasionally I'll paint something. I'm like, okay. Some somebody told me one time, sometimes you paint something that's five years ahead of your time, and you know you don't set out to do that. Just sometimes you'll get a piece and you'll go, oh my gosh, I kind of like that piece, you know. So I've kept a few pieces like that, and I'll hang those. But yeah, that's kind of fun. Now you said you had kids. I do. I have two daughters. And do they like your artwork? Do they have it they in their They do. House? That's good. They do. It's so nice. <laughs> so nice of no, them. No, Mom. Hate it. <laughs> That's gross. They're my biggest fans. They're oh, awesome. nice. Yeah. That's really sweet. Yeah. Oh. You Since you just moved, like, how complete are you? It's, it's. I feel like you would probably get through it fast, based on what you're saying. Yeah. Do you decorate quickly? I do. 
Are you already set up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like I've moved in the next You moved day. in yesterday, you said, right? It was done. Oh, my studio. I moved oh. my studio ah. yesterday. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. Yeah. But so is that at your condo or is it separate? It's separate. It is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. is this your first time being separate from like your home, the Where studio? Where you can't just leave oh. your bedroom in your slippers? No, no, no. I had a studio in downtown Roswell. Oh, and okay, so cool. then I just moved from Roswell to in town. Oh, well, yeah. that's why you had a shower. You weren't at home. I was picturing. <laughs> yeah, like shuffling out to the garage. Right. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> no, when I was home, I would do what you said. I just run. I get inspired, yeah. you know, so late at night or early in the morning. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a nine to five, you think? Okay. Now it is more so. And I like that. I kind of like having a studio. Trying to give yourself a little structure. Yeah, because I can actually go home and enjoy it and not feel like I have to run down and put another coat of whatever on. I yeah. can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyone who works from home, I think, would probably have that struggle, right? Where, oh, yeah, I think so. You know, it's 7 o'clock at night. You're still at the dining room table on your laptop uh-huh. when really you should have put that away two hours ago exactly. and moved yes. on to the next part right. of the day. <laughs> and the fumes, you know, are probably, uh-huh. are probably a lot healthier. You, know? <laughs> so, that's you have funny. to have a well-ventilated yeah. space. You don't share your studio with another artist. I do not. No. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of funny about that. Yeah. I like privacy. Do you play music? I do. I love music. Mm-hmm. Puts me in a mood. It, do you play the same kind of all day, every day? No. Or do you like you mix no. it up? I go from rock to <laughs> jazz. To, I mean, I just play everything. I love it all. Do you mm-hmm. feel like the, what your music you're playing impacts how yes. you're painting? Yes. So if you're playing rock and roll, what does your canvas look like? It's usually an abstract and very energetic. You know, I might dance around my canvas. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I want to do that I know you should jealous. Like, will you do a painting course and like I want to take it yeah. we'll turn on the music you're in the middle of dance. your pottery course that's you true to oh think. I love pottery that's so I just fun. started yeah. taking a pottery class so yeah one thing at a time I guess yeah true so help we, we often get questions from our listeners and our customers in general who have trouble committing to a piece of art right you know, they feel like, oh, that's a statement, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if I'm ready for that or if I, you know, how can people feel comfortable picking out a piece of art? I think, first of all, I would decide what you want to spend on a piece, and that may be emerging artists, and then you would go to emerging artist shows or, you know, look up emerging artists and kind of see what um, genre of art you like you know whether it be abstract or otherwise but I always tell people if if you're drawn to a piece that's what you need to get I mean it needs to speak to you versus just decorating with a piece of art you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. so don't worry so much about how it'll work with your decor no just I wouldn't jump in jump in yeah if it speaks to you okay personally art is makes the room so I would prefer starting with a piece of art and working a room around that. Mm-hmm. If, well, if, your, if that means something to you, that everything matches or yeah. goes together or whatever. Well, there are so many, I mean, especially with a lot of the abstract pieces, there are lots of different colors. Yeah. So it, it doesn't... a lot of leeway. Yeah. 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 What was your first big art purchase? Mm, let's <laughs> see. Um, okay, Noah Dresman. I did purchase a piece of his. Actually, two. There's still some of my favorites. Carolyn Killebrew. Mm-hmm. I have a piece of hers that I love. Bonnie Fooch. Yes. Y'all know Bonnie? Yeah, yeah she's one I of our artists, too. a piece of hers. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. We have Carolyn. Carolyn's that has does, some pieces that's for what us. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Carolyn's in Tennessee, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. mm-hmm. and actually, dog. Bonnie lives in Mobile, in my hometown. Oh, southern! Wow. So we need to get her. We yeah. need to get her on Bonnie's the podcast awesome. too. Maybe I can convince her to come up here. Yeah. Not that I've met her or know her anything. <laughs> I know a lot of <laughs> people in besties. my hometown, but not yeah. her. <laughs> what about um, gallery walls? How do mm-hmm. you feel about them, and how does someone put one together? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, okay. you love them. I, you can say you hate hot. them. Say you hate they're it if you hot. hate it. I like them in other people's houses, but mm-hmm. I think I would struggle with that. I'm a little, I like You like one that large, statement piece. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. Or I like to, I'm a little more, um, I know this is crazy, but maybe it's symmetry that I feel comfortable in. I'm not really sure. But yeah, I haven't done a gallery wall. 
I would pick a couple of fun pieces, though, if I were doing one, and then maybe a couple pieces of art, and then maybe put, hang some, what am I trying to say? Found pieces. Objects. Or mm-hmm. Objects, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Brackets mirrors, or, and just really mm-hmm. mix it up. So it's not all art. Yeah, yeah. and different shapes, some yeah. rounds and some, exactly. mm-hmm, some organic stuff mm-hmm. in there. One thing I've had a question about, too, is picking art that's going to go in the same room. Yes. Do you like to stay, like, you have, like, all abstracts in one room, mm-hmm. or do you... Okay, tell me, if I'm picking four or five pieces, mm-hmm. all to live in different places, like different right. walls, how can I make them all work? Okay, I think similar colors, maybe. I, I really love putting... Um, and and I don't know if you, it, you know my work, obviously. So I do abstracts, and I do landscapes, lakescapes, and all that. And I like to mix all of that in one room. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't look like the same artist painted it all, you know? That's mm-hmm. kind of the goal. But color-wise, palette-wise, they work together. Right. So, usually, they do. So, mm-hmm. maybe get, like, an abstract and a landscape or, and like, botanicals and a mirror. Mm-hmm. And some found objects. Keep it interesting. Just not green. Might not do five different paintings, but, you know. I right. Would do, yeah. That's true. You can do, like, Mix other. in photography and a painting and... Lots yeah. of different mediums, different. Yep. What about sizes, too? Like, should you have one large and, and other smalls, or? I would probably do, I like to mix it up. So maybe one large, and, you know, depending on the room, I might do, uh, if there's another large wall, I might do a triptych or a diptych, and keep sizes interesting, too. Switch that up. But if you need two large-scale pieces, you know, I might do it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a lot of rules. I feel like people are very intimidated by by putting a nail on the wall. I agree. You know? And I think there's nothing more fun than moving your stuff around in your house. True. You know, have it in your living room, then move into the dining room, then maybe it goes into the kitchen. You know, it makes it feel really fresh. It does. And you see it with Uh all new eyes. Uh huh. Sometimes, too, I will even like just hang it on an old nail. Just just temporarily Mm -hmm. until I can kind of get a feel of like, do Mm -hmm. I even like it in this room or what? It's next to and stuff. And then if I really feel like, okay, I'm happy with this generally, then I'll like... Put it in the exact right spot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, another idea to mix things up in your house, I think, would be putting things into a category. So you put like, okay, all your large artwork together, all your, you know, smaller found objects, all your mirrors, all together. And so then when you go into a, a room... You know, go, okay, I'm picking all different things, but here's another large piece. I'm going to try that in here. And that, I do well with categories. Mm-hmm. Out, so you're know? saying, like, if you're moving, group things together and then pick one from each kind of group. pile yes. per room. Exactly. So Got you it. have a nice mix. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. smart. That's a really good idea. Yeah. So kind of take it's inventory well. of everything, everything exactly. you have. Yeah. Well, because I do feel like when people are doing their homes, they don't, they don't take into account the stuff they already own. Right. Right? So they're, they're doing their living like, oh, I just need all this stuff. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. just walk around your house, mm-hmm. decorate from all the other yeah. rooms. Maybe there's a cool tray that you've kept in the bathroom with perfume mm-hmm. on it. And yeah. that can now come out and go on the coffee table with a book and a candle. Exactly. And some other little thing that you used to have in the dining room. Right. Um, or moving things. I love having things in the dining room that aren't dining. Yes. You know? Yeah. Makes that, it feel more like a room. Yeah. It makes it feel mm-hmm. less, yeah, like a like a... A working space almost. I feel yeah. like if it's only got plates One, and cups in it, then yes. it feels so transactional exactly. and not a place to lounge around with a few little found things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, yeah. We did an interview with Suzanne on the blog a while back. Suzanne Castler. Suzanne Castler, mm-hmm. yes. And she basically said the same thing, but about like your sort of decorative objects. When she goes into a client's home right. and she's doing the whole house, she'll get everything, like all their books, all mm-hmm. their like little sculptures and mm-hmm. art, you know, small art pieces, all of their accessories. Right. Puts it on the dining room table, lays them out mm-hmm. on a big cloth and groups them by category, like vases or whatever. And then as she's decorating each room, she uses that dining room as her like prop kind exactly. of closet sure so she'll say mm-hmm. okay well i need something like black and white so then she'll go into the dining room 
look at what all the homeowner has yes. and then use that verse. I think yes. that is brilliant. And I kind of want to go home and do that. Mm-hmm. Do I'm it. not kidding. Like for spring cleaning. Yes. Yeah. And pull it all mm-hmm. out. Pull it all mm-hmm. together yeah. and then start over. Like do that on a, it's also great in a bookshelf or something where you're like, oh gosh, where do I start? Right. Put it in categories. You know, I even used to categorize the color of my books, mm-hmm. you know, or the size of, or, you know, however mm-hmm. you want to categorize it. And it does. It makes it so easy. It's like you got a whole little store. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. But now I need to, like, shove some furniture aside so I can set a space large enough. I know. <laughs> My dining table is not big enough. It's not big enough. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You no. have a lot of stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. You could do your kitchen, your, like, your kitchen down counter 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 or something. Or something. Yeah. And maybe oh, get, like, one or two new pieces or small pieces of art and a little easel mm-hmm. or whatever to inspire you mm-hmm. to start. Fresh. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Edit. Well, we often big. start um, our rooms that we design here, mm-hmm. the palette of them with a piece mm-hmm. of art. We'll take a piece of art mm-hmm. and just yeah, break it down that. into a palette, and it mm-hmm. just makes it such a nice, easy guide. It does. Like a little primer for mm-hmm. your room, because mm-hmm. if it looks great in that piece of art mm-hmm. or a piece of fabric yeah. or something, you can just take that and roll it out into a whole scheme. Yeah. And exactly. it also seems harder to fit art into a room that's already designed. Retrofitted. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. It's it's much easier to think of it in the beginning versus mm-hmm. think of it thinking mm-hmm. of it in the end. Mm-hmm. Because then you sort of pigeonholed yourself mm-hmm. and then you're like, wait, now I have to find this really mm-hmm. specific thing and I can't find it. Exactly. Which I guess is what happened mm-hmm. with you and that's yes. why you started painting. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That's so yeah. funny. Do you enjoy um, reading the reviews or at least seeing the customers reviews of your art do yes. you ever look on our website I know they're always so sweet they I love do they yeah. I want to look at them do you have lots of clients who will send you send you photos of your art in their space usually the designers will mm-hmm they'll really send me cool. uh-huh so I guess you mostly deal with designers or galleries so yes. you're not necessarily interacting with whoever's buying it no I wish I did that would be so fun I love to know who buys my art and who <laughs> loves it yeah. yeah, but I work with a lot of great designers. I work with, you know, a lot with Huff Harrington in town, and they're yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're yeah. great to work with. It's not letting me pull up any. Have they ever turned away anything that you've, you know, if you're doing it for a client, or and they've told you, and they'd be like, mm, nope, you haven't got this one right. Ooh, oh, man, burn. I don't know. I was just wondering. Would that make yeah. you mad? I mean, yeah, I've had, I've, yeah. I mean. It would hurt my feelings. Rare, rarely, but. Trying to think. I usually know at first though before yeah. I go. Oh, oh. yeah. You know, you're like, or they gave me something right kind or... of impossible to do, yeah. you know, or whatever. And I think, oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> you usually know if you've got it or not, you know. And I, I might throw something out there, and they'll go, mm, that's not it. Or, and I go, well, don't worry about. It. Let me start over. Yeah. I mean, it's just paint. Yeah. So easy. And time. And time. <laughs> How long yeah. does it take you to do a, a big it old painting? Abstracts mm-hmm. take longer. Honestly, really, I mean, I know sometimes people go, it looks like a first grader, you know, did that. <laughs> but to really get a composition right on an abstract, it's, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes I nail it and sometimes I don't. <laughs> sometimes I start over. I just gesso the whole thing back over and go again. Know. Yeah. I always find that people who say that, like, oh, it looks like a first grader could do it. They've obviously never tried it. because. Right. If you've, I've like, I've done that before where I'm like, oh, I could totally copy that. And then you, you sit down to do it and you're it, like, yeah. oh, no, exactly. this is so hard. It's hard. It, abstract is really hard to do, mm-hmm. I imagine. It's a challenge. But but you know what? I enjoy abstracts more. I feel like it is more of an expression of what's on the inside versus mm-hmm. knowing what I'm going to make this look like, mm-hmm. like a landscape. Uh-huh. You mm-hmm. know, I know what my goal is, but I don't know when I start an abstract. I just, something comes out. How do you know when it's finished? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I just know. Yeah, I go, okay. I don't know what else I would add, you know, that would make it better. And do you ever set them aside and you go, and it's not quite right, yes. but I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and I'm going to just... Sometimes I'll leave it for a year. A year, you know, yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. And then it'll hit me one day, and I'll go, okay, that needs, you know, pelpy ink, or who knows? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Are you working mm-hmm. in oils? I do work in oils. Um, I'm starting to work in acrylics a lot. Uh, I'm not sure the, um, you know, what in the long run, what oils will do to y- y- me health-wise. Uh, so I'm starting to work in acrylics more. Mm-hmm. Walk us through that. the different mediums and, like, what maybe 
Someone because most people don't know yeah. like, like what is you, the difference between oil and acrylic? Right, I actually don't know. Mm-hmm. I or, mean, or watercolor, or and how? Yeah, what else would there be? Well, I don't really work in watercolor, mm-hmm. but you know, I know obviously what you're talking about. But acrylics are water based, and they dry quickly, mm-hmm. so you can really layer them quickly, mm-hmm. which I love. But then oil, obviously oil based, the pigments are richer. Okay. I love oils; they move on your canvas more easily. And you can make them softer, and I just, I love oils. Like softer colors softer or softer edges. textures? Oh, okay. Like softer edges. You can blend gotcha. them and make them more ethereal, if you will. But they're more expensive. Acrylics, though, they've come a long way, and you can mix a lot of glazes in to make them blend a lot better, more like oils. So you were saying yeah. you, you use sand? Sometimes I use sand. What other weird things do you use? <laughs> Right? Anything weird I can get my right. hands on. Yeah. Dirt, yeah. hair, hair, hairball. Yeah. <laughs> I keep cats around. I'm trying to think what's the weird Clean out your hair brush. This whole company is going to be great. Texture galore. <laughs> I'm sure people do. You use salt and watercolor. Salt? Yeah. Too? Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. If you put something down you'd, or, and you want it to soak up the little pigment there where the little mm-hmm. white specks are, you mm-hmm. put salt. Mm-hmm. Because you yeah. use watercolor a good bit, right? Yes. I'm not a refined artist, but yes. I'm, I'll do watercolor, but I like the way it moves. Uh-huh. I don't know enough to even attempt your world. I don't know enough about watercolor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. We should swap. It's, I think it's re- the reverse. You paint it in reverse, though, mm-hmm. to what I to, do. You have to think foreground to background. Yeah. You have right. to literally be like, what What will I not be able to see? Yeah. Uh-huh. And see, I paint back to front yeah <laughs> and I don't know that I was actually taught front to back but I oh, yeah. I don't know why I want to paint back to front but anyway it's so yeah. funny wow that but yeah so I don't yeah that's but, <clears throat> and like I know in watercolor you use like razor blades to get like texture and anyway there's some random like things mm-hmm. in my bag that people are like huh and I'm like well <laughs> I use it I need a razor blade yeah <laughs> I mean I'm always looking for a fun tool or something yeah. you know at Home, De- Home Depot is one of my favorite stores or or, you know, packing supplies. I mean, you get cool, you know, the textures bubble wrap stuff can make fun yeah. textures to, or to egg crates. Or well, it sounds like, yeah, starting on faux finishing, too. Yeah. I mean. That was a really good background. Anything you can yes. use to make brick or stone mm-hmm. or marble or what, you know, always like yeah. modeling things with mm-hmm. sponges and. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Paste. I mean, you can Plastic do Plastic so wrap. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I remember we used to do uh-huh. like. Because I used to do faux finishes as well. Well, I used to work in arts and crafts. And so we would sell Mm -hmm. lots of paints and faux finishes and stuff. So I would, yeah, we'd do books on how to do them and all of that. And yeah, there was a lot, there were a lot of tools that were just household items, you know, you can use Mm -hmm. to make your house look like villa in italy <laughs> <laughs> you really uh-huh. look like a villa in italy but it was close <laughs> or 90s is that the 90s i think yeah, the <laughs> it just looks like you is there a price difference on. between oil and acrylic like in terms of the cost of the supplies oh yeah acrylics are much less expensive you can use house paint for goodness sakes i mean yeah. for acrylic oh yeah oh, okay yeah but then, you know, if you get really um, richly pigmented oil paints, mm-hmm. I mean, they go a lot farther also, you know, but they're expensive. Uh, yeah, okay. one tiny little, little tube can be $45 or yeah. so. But certain colors are a lot more expensive. Yeah, than exactly. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That have more mm-hmm. pigment or oh, like white is super cool. expensive, See, I didn't know that. right? Mm-hmm. I haven't painted since college, so I'm making a little bit of this up. <laughs> but I did paint in college. I feel like like blue or uh-huh, red, or like something. it's more the deep, rich, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the ones mm-hmm. that have more. I don't know. Yeah, I should know why they're that much more expensive. But I know it has to do with the richness of the pigments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long would a tube of paint last you? Oh, I mean, gosh. you're obviously painting white like crazy. With my clouds and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, it may take me year, 10 years to use a tube of purple, you know? Yeah. That, I don't, that I don't you use not very much at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it can last that long. I mean, that's oh, yeah. a long time. Oh, yeah. You have to last for sure because they never mm-hmm. dry hardly. Right. <laughs> they do take a long time. Mm-hmm. But you had to put the cap on. So if you, if you were are doing an oil painting, how long would it take to dry? It depends on, you know, you can put extenders in to keep them from drying, or you can put things to 
in the paint to make them dry quicker, more quickly. But I would say, okay, people are going to say, I don't know, that's not true. They say six months to really cure and dry. Okay. But, I mean, mine to the touch is dry within a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. But you could move them around and not ruin yeah. them. Have you ever been, like, late getting something done for someone? Oh, yeah. You're like, don't touch it, but it's okay. here. It's here. <laughs> we'll hang it. I'll hang it. Yeah. I'll hang yeah. it, but don't touch it. Yes. Okay. Oh, I've done that a lot. <laughs> yes. That's or I have, a, you know, I have a designer, and we turn things around pretty quickly, and um, she'll say, well, could you just get it over there today and let the client approve it or whatever? And um, I was like, it was wet as can be. But if I'm the only one handling it, I can do that. Mm-hmm. How do you get that in your car? You, you have know, a truck? Delicately? Delicately, yes, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Is there paint all over your car? Yes. Yeah. And all over most of my clothes. Yeah. yeah. I would think it's in my ear. Impossible to not have <laughs> it. my nose. Yeah. Do you frame any of your canvases or all of them? Or is there no? Any? Not all of them. Um, I do. And I, I love a floater frame. It's a simple floater. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to use all the ornate, you know. Right. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. The gold. But now just that super simple. We, yeah. We're doing that a lot Mm -hmm. on a lot of our stuff too. Now that remind that sort of leads me to my next question, which is what made you decide to work with a company like us doing reproductions of your original artwork? Because if you're a fine artist and you're, you know, right known, your name is out Mm -hmm. there and you're, you've got a reputation you're upholding. You know, I think I would imagine it's some, a very considered thing to do to be like, all right, you guys can make reproductions of my originals and sell them. Exactly. I know that's a that's a slippery slope, sticky mm-hmm. subject. Um, but I've always respected Ballard's. I really have, and I've always loved um, your vignettes and the way you do the catalog and everything. And it's an Atlanta-based company. I don't know. I just that that was when you guys approached me. I really thought through it a long time, but I was excited about that. I mean, I've been approached since, and I've chosen not to do it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I mean, from other companies, but y'all have done a great job with it. Yeah. So, well, we really yeah. feel from our point of view that that relationship, I think, with artists that we've mm-hmm. reached out to, have, mm-hmm. it's been very selective who it is mm-hmm. that we've reached out to, people that we feel like would resonate with our customers and mm-hmm. kind of with our aesthetic. Right. But it's also the kind of thing where you don't want to have 400 artists. You know, it's right. we, we right. want to select what we think would be the best fit for our customers and right personalities that we really love working with and it all also like I said it really helps if they're in the south yeah, I know <laughs> we I love southerners yeah, southern yes. <laughs> so it's been great it's been a, a great relationship I think with for me mm-hmm. so cool thank y'all <laughs> no we love thank it you. too we're always excited when there's yeah pretty art to work with mm. it makes it a lot easier I like it too because I think a lot of times or at least in my experience like when you're sort of looking at a, a large retailer mm-hmm. and you see artwork you kind of, I don't know, I get, I know this doesn't happen, but you kind of feel like, oh, there's some sort of, like, factory somewhere mm-hmm. where, like, mm-hmm. someone's, mm-hmm. there's no, like, personality Soul. behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have really loved getting to meet all of our exclusive artists because they're real artists creating real art, mm-hmm. and it, it's not this, like, disembodied, you know, mm-hmm. thing right. where it just appears one day. And so I think that's one of the coolest parts because they can get an affordable price. Right. Like they would with something mass produced, but mm. it's real art, you know. Right. Like it's it's got that soul to it that makes it special. Right. And that's another that. thing. Uh, when you go to buy a piece, it's always fun. Makes it more fun to know the artist and kind of connect on some level with the artist. And that's usually the artwork you end up loving or collecting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, future, and then so. you have that story too when your friends come mm-hmm. in and they're looking at this beautiful, like. Oh, fell in love with this artist yes. and she lives right down the street and you know blah 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 I mean I think that connection yes. makes, makes it a difference makes it an emotional mm-hmm. thing for you it does, which is yeah. it does. Important. I've met the artist before I even saw their artwork but the minute I saw it I was like I have to have the piece <laughs> you know so mm-hmm. yeah it makes it special it does for sure well do we want to um do we want to answer some questions? Yes. Sure. Yes, we, we have, have some, to answer yeah. some listener um, questions that okay. they've submitted. Good. So they just sent us an email okay. with their dilemma, and it is our challenge to come up with a solution for them. Good okay. solutions. Okay. Put <laughs> on your best designer hat. Ready? Okay. The first dilemma 
today is from Nancy, and she says, I live in a two-story transitional-style home built in the early 90s. The foyer is two stories with a staircase leading to the second floor. When we moved in, the home had a super shiny light oak wood floors, which we've since replaced with a darkish hand-scraped maple floor. We also replaced the narrow oak baseboards with more substantial white ones and replaced all the doors with white doors. I'm loving the changes. My dilemma is what to do with the stair railing. It is still the shiny light oak and looks really disconnected to the rest of the house now. It's not in my budget to replace the railing, so I thought I'd paint it. I was wondering what color to paint it. Should I paint the post and the railing all white, or should I paint the post white and the railing black, or should I try to stain it to match the floors? The stairs are carpeted a lovely soft beige, beige sorry, and the rest of the first floor is decorating cream and tan and neutrals with some cranberry and navy for accents. Okay, cool. So she wants to know what to do with her railing. She's mm-hmm. got white trim and white doors and a dark maple floor. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think you need to paint this thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you what do you think, Andrea? Mm-hmm. I would either stain it the color of the floor. Mm-hmm. She gave that as an option. Yeah. Um, or I would, I mean, me, I would probably paint it like a dark gray. That's what I'm thinking. Would you do mm-hmm. the railing and the post the same? No. I wouldn't either. Mm-mm. I would, I would do paint the, that white. The I railing's would, white. I mean, the post white, white and the railings. railing a darker color. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. always nicer to have a darker railing because mm-hmm. then it doesn't show dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to get those sticky yeah. fingerprint mm-hmm. smudges mm-hmm. if you do white. I always like to have um, the riser painted, too. I do. Mm-hmm. And I like the riser sometimes to match the rail. Mm-hmm. But you can you can fiddle around with it. If you're going to you paint it, mm-hmm. experiment and see what mm-hmm. looks pretty. That's, right. Yeah, that's definitely what you should mm-hmm. do. Definitely yeah. test it out for yeah. sure. Totally but agree. Does, I agree. Like the mm-hmm. white rip posts mm-hmm. and a darker rail, either yes. gray or black. Mm-hmm. And then experiment with your riser. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming your treads, didn't she say her treads have a... She says her stairs, stairs are, carpeted. are carpeted. in a lovely carpeted. soft right. base. Oh, so she can't do the riser. Mm-hmm. Sorry I wasn't paying enough attention to you. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> do not paint your carpet. <laughs> That's a bad idea. Don't. <laughs> Texture. <laughs> Rest yeah, that was an easy question. But Nancy's so easy. We need to see before and afters, Nancy, if you don't mind. Yeah. Send them in so we can post them. Because yeah. people need inspiration, and they yes. want to see how you fixed mm-hmm. it so that they can, they can do it themselves. Okay, we have one more, oh, and okay. I'm, I'm most excited about this one. Okay. okay, there's images for this one. So this is from Rachel out of Nashville, and she says that her dilemma is the first room. Oh, sorry. My dilemma is the first room you see when you enter the front door. This 1945 house was remodeled by the previous owners. We moved in in last July, but this room's dimensions are so unbalanced. It's driving me crazy to figure out the furniture layout. I want to chunk all of my furniture except the leather couch and go more transitional, less country. The fireplace doesn't work, and it's not centered on the wall or with the windows. Should I paint the stone white or at least tone down the red brick? And her images... You can see that she has a stone fireplace with, is that red brick accents? That's what it looks like. like, Yeah, right above the firebox, there's Mm -hmm. like a red brick. Sort of border detail. Yeah, and it'll be on the podcast notes. Yes, yeah, we'll have pictures. Well, for those who are driving and listening. That's true. (laughs) Yeah, driving and listening, it's like a natural gray kind of granite stone mixed Mm -hmm. with some red brick. Yes. Yes. It sounds grosser than it looks. It looks not ugly. I don't think you should paint it. I think with the right wall color, it would look really nice. The the stone work. What did she paint the brick? You, yeah, that would be tricky. We're getting some nods. <laughs> well, it's because the brick is inside of the stone, mm-hmm. so you have to. It would be tricky to to figure out where to make your paint why stop. Not, but I don't think it would look bad. Stone? Let's talk it out. I think granite is pretty. It's just it's. Be, You've got it with a gray, and it just all looks really gray. I was mm-hmm. thinking maybe like a dark navy and paint all of your molding. And like these white, there's sort of a strip of white molding along the edge. And I was thinking a navy would be pretty. Navy pretty. wall? Mm-hmm. And then leaving your, your fireplace stone. I think that would look nice. I just wouldn't paint the, the granite. You can't ever go back from that. But that's just me. Hmm. Huh. We, we all have okay, different so solutions. She, so. Yes. So her question is about furniture placement, mm-hmm. which I feel like I have to jump right in here because this is basically the exact layout of my living room. 
I literally feel like I I could be looking into my own home right now, except that we have different furniture. Um, It really does look like your home. Yeah. Like there's a, across from the fireplace is the front windows. Mm -hmm. Bank of three windows. There are three windows just like that. There's Mm -hmm. a weird place to the left that is not symmetrical with the amount of space to the right, just like you have. And the only difference is that on one wall, you have a wall, and I have two big door openings on either end. One goes to my sunroom, and one goes to my dining room. Okay. And here's what I have done, which I've, I've worked with it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I struggled with it a lot. So to the left of my fireplace, where you have a larger area, so you've got a fireplace not in the middle, And I'd say you've got about two feet to the right of your fireplace and maybe Mm -hmm. five, six feet to the left of your fireplace. Um, I put a low bookcase that kind of fit right into that nook with a ginormous piece of art and a ginormous lamp. Mm. So it's a big statement over to the left. And then I did a, a, a colorful painting over the fireplace um, so my big art over on the left is sort of neutral. So mm-hmm. the so the one over the fireplace is still kind of the focal point because mm-hmm. it's a bold color. Right. But the one to the left is holding Soft. its own right. with its size. Mm-hmm. I mean, it fills up the whole wall. Okay. Then over to the right, I put a little X bench, mm-hmm. um, which is just a fun little accent color of the room. So you could put any kind of little piece of seating. You could put a garden seat or something that's going to kind of Fill up that space, but not be too big. And you can also drag it out for seating if you need it. And then I tiered three prints up above that. Hmm. So you kind of have, it's it's all balanced, but in a very asymmetrical way because right. your room is asymmetrical. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. I know, frustrating. But then I made my furniture arrangement across from that all very symmetrical. Uh-huh. So a sofa with two matching chairs mm-hmm. on either end. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made all of that really you know, mm-hmm. simple, um, but the other side <clears throat> is not simple. So what do you think, Andrea? You're the pro. Does that sound <laughs> gross? No, it sounds wonderful. I'd love to see yours. It's hard to tell, too, in this photograph, even though they're nice photographs, how off-balance that fireplace really is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it looks like she has, to the left of her fireplace, at least three to four guitars being displayed mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. or mandolin mm-hmm. or manjo kind of thing. They're, they, they're cool. Mm-hmm. And then on the right, there's room for like one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it's at least probably twice as wide. Mm-hmm. I, I would probably pull that sofa a little closer to the fireplace, maybe put a sofa table and two lamps behind, behind it. it. Mm-hmm. And then I think I would flank the fireplace with... I mean, depending on how much you room, how much room you have to the right of that fireplace, maybe with two big club chairs or something mm-hmm. like that. But at some point, like you said, doing keeping something symmetrical because that wall is so off, you know, asymmetrical. Right, right. But yeah, I think you're going to have to just not be worried about the fireplace not being right. in the middle. It's yeah. just okay. okay. Embrace they're, it. They're yeah. often not Don't in the fight middle. it. Yeah. And I do feel like your wall where you have your console, you could use some more drama over there. Mm-hmm. You need something bolder on that wall, bigger. Right. Something that, a big mirror or a big piece of art or something. It's mm-hmm. it's not enough of a statement over there to visually balance kind of everything else in your room. You've got this great, giant, um, beautiful tobacco basket over your mm-hmm. fireplace. I love that. Which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't get rid of that. Those are mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but something that's, you know gonna have some heft like that or some Mm -hmm. interest like that that, over in that Mm -hmm. on the other console wall yeah i agree maybe a large mirror or something she could get some um like metal maybe something shiny in here because right now i know she said she it was a little country country. Mm -hmm. so she wanted to bring in a little more because right now everything is nice like iron and you know Mm -hmm. dark leathers and so maybe with upholstery even she could do something light and soft that Uh would bring in yeah um some light. I mean, some light. Yeah. Yeah. I would do like a linen, since you're keeping your leather, your leather sofa, I would do, yeah, like a linen, maybe light colored mm-hmm. pair of chairs yep. on either side. Yep. I suggested navy just because I think navy looks really good with that dark mm-hmm. brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's a nice neutral color and I love it as a wall color. And like I said, it looks really good with that dark brown. What about that rug though? Yeah, that won't work with her rug. Well, it looks like I think the rug is, is navy, too small. But oh, I think I it's it too small. Black. Well, and it, I'd like, I don't yeah. know if a rug's too small or if she just needs to pull it out from under her sofa and over towards the, mm-hmm, fireplace. the fireplace. 
Because there's a large space between the rug and the mm -hmm. fireplace. I'd say it's two feet. Mm -hmm. And that's too much space. It needs to be... Yeah. I So I have sort of a similar situation, too, in my living room, only... Um, oh, it is too small. Just... J it's too small. So I think that... <laughs> I was perusing the pictures. I think that you need to try to get a as big a rug in here as possible. You don't want it to cover up sort of the that um, floor of the fireplace. Right. Like the little bit that comes out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it maybe needs to come like right to the edge. Mm -hmm. Maybe like and a or something. Mm -hmm. Since you and have like a... a by 12. Mm -hmm. It looks like she's got two rugs in here. She has a seagrass. Get a rug big enough to take the place of both of them. Yeah. yeah. That's how I've done it in my living room. And I mm -hmm. think it makes it feel less chopped up. Uh-huh. It simplifies it. Well, you could even got, get... She's got this over looks here like where a runner. the console is. That's her entry. Yeah. So she's treating it as like so a runner for the entry. Right. But I think it just makes it look smaller. Entry oh. moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I so don't think you need that rug. runner there. You could just have your big rug. Mm -hmm. You could have your entry area not mm -hmm. have a rug. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it. I would... Karen loves it. <laughs> I didn't say love. I said I don't mind it. I mean, I, I get it. But you just it. need I a bigger rug. She needs a real big rug. But... But you would get, I mean, what I'm suggesting is you get a rug big enough to do both. So mm -hmm. you're still going to have a rug in your entry. It just, it will be the same rug in both spaces. I think, you know I, I want the separation yeah. of the, I want the separation of you've entered my home. Now you've entered my, like the living Agreed. room space. I think that Leave the reason shoes that that here. rug feels not big enough is because she has this chair that's over in the corner that's not touching that rug. Right, and it's right. supposed to be mm -hmm. part of that sitting arrangement. Yeah. So that chair needs, that rug needs to enlarge down to that other end of the room. Mm -hmm. So that your big rug is going to be off center in this room. I'm thinking it would start right where the edge of your fireplace starts and go all the way down to the other end and encompass that other mm -hmm. chair and the rest of what you're going to put in here. Plus it brings some lightness to the mm -hmm. floor in the room and it gives a contrast for that sofa mm -hmm. to sit on. Yeah. One thing that I've found helpful, um, and this is not something you can get through Ballard, but you can get custom natural fiber rugs made, mm -hmm. like a custom size. And I found that to be so helpful in a small house because yeah. it's not perfectly square and it's not perfectly mm -hmm. rectangular. Mm -hmm. And in a little space, like your standard sizes just don't really work. Mm -hmm. So I've like done you can just kind of is that something people could do online i know here in atlanta you just go to myers everybody does that yeah you can go to any carpet place but there is one um site that i've used it's called natural area rugs and you can Way give them a sell us out Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> but you can give them a certain size to the inch and so you can because i had to do that for my um my hallway mm -hmm. a standard runner size was like six inches too long and so oh. I had to get it extra short. So um, anyways, it's not necessarily the most affordable option, but it'll fit just right. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Cool. Right. Maybe look into that too. I think Love she that. needs new pots for this plant. She's I got too. great greenery, but I think she, that would help update her like. Get rid of that terracotta. Mm -hmm. She's got yeah. those. They're like mother-in-law's tongue. What do you call those plants? That's what I grew up calling them. Mother-in-law? Mother-in-law's tongue. What? Because they're sharp at the end? They I guess are. that's why. <laughs> but what do you guys call those plants? I but, can't tell what it is. But they're, they're those sculpture mm -hmm. tall, yeah. hard plants. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of real in style yeah, right yeah. now. They've kind of come mm -hmm. back in. Cactus are kind of in. And yeah, succulent look feeling like things. A bit. But they're putting them in the paint pots, the terracotta pots mm -hmm. that they're in, make them feel not cool. Makes mm -hmm. them feel kind of country, like you're mm -hmm. saying, or something. If they were in a modern pot. Like a white glaze mm -hmm. or something. They would look like, more yeah. like a sculpture. Mm -hmm. And yeah. they'd, be, they'd feel a lot cooler in that space. Mm -hmm. I don't know how what size pot but you could also do something the same shape maybe not necessarily the same plant but like up on your mantle like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i love it when there are things on the mantle that are like really big mm -hmm. all the way up versus these two small yeah items on either side i like that mm -hmm. idea yeah it just drama. really draws your eye up and mm -hmm. distracts you from the i mm -hmm. think the guitars would actually be really cool lining the wall sorry lining the wall when you walk in mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what That'd if like really cool. that whole wall had yeah. that cool mm -hmm. uh, guitar space and then you could use mm -hmm. the rest of your walls in this mm -hmm. room for 
you know, more decor. Tip, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be a neat statement I think that's cool too. Yeah, like when you that. walk in mm-hmm. to have that whole wall line with mm-hmm. these, yeah. this collection. I really like the the guitars. They're very neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish I could use one as well. <laughs> I wish I could we're play jealous. One. Okay, I have one more thought okay, on good. this. Okay, above the fireplace, see where every the trim is in white. Mm-hmm. On the I, sides, on the sides, I love the wall to see, color. Yeah, wall color. Yeah, I it agree. Just it just totally points choppy. out some other weirdism, mm-hmm. and you don't need yeah, to just, highlight right random trim. The exactly. proportions of that box are kind of off, like the mm-hmm. section above it, and mm-hmm. the white just accentuates. It does. It. It's weird. It does. So get yeah. rid of that. Paint that wall color. Yeah. So then that whole wall will just feel like one mm-hmm. continuous space. Right. Mm-hmm. Definitely She'll like it better. I think. Mm-hmm. And we're saying don't paint the stone. We can all have different opinions. I, I wouldn't. I like the but stone. But I think the stone's good. All right. So don't paint the stone. Granite is a pretty stone, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I just think it's funky. It's not that yeah. you can tell this house was isn't new. And mm-hmm. I give, right. I like a little bit of character. Agreed. Right. I actually like it, kind of the vibe with the mm-hmm. guitars. It feels kind of like... Um, West okay. Southwestern a little bit. Yeah, it does. Maybe it's just the plants, too, that you yeah, have in there. I but. I kind of dig it. It's like feels like a like Nashville like country kind of, mm. but yes, like hipster she, guy, you know? Right. Like it's cool. But she wants it less country, more transitional. Mm-hmm. But putting right, in, yeah. yeah, putting in. Um, I think you know, getting some even a soft rug blues would do that. in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, something to make you feel more. Some drapes too mm-hmm. might help soften things mm-hmm. up. One mm-hmm. less leather item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having a I leather like chair and a leather mm-hmm. sofa, and I can't tell if this other chair is also leather. It's a little too much leather in one room. Mm-hmm. Lighten it up, mm-hmm. Lighten mm-hmm. It up. yeah. All right. But you're like what? Like she you're way ahead of the curve. You act like your room is ugly. It's not. It's exactly. Quite cute. When yeah. I read before right. I saw the photos, I read it, and then I opened the photos, and I was like, Oh, oh this is yeah. pretty cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, right. why is she all down where's, on her space? We'll try yeah, to take right. a picture of my living room too, so you can get an idea. Maybe yes. she just told her husband that it was awful, and he, she's gonna make him listen to this. That's <laughs> yes, right, so honey. she can redo it. <laughs> well, listen, they'll hate Good it. Good luck. <laughs> How do we know she's married? Oh, maybe these. I don't. Right? She she's got a cute dog. That's she, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've it. solved all the burning, hopefully that all helps. The burning dilemmas. Burning. <laughs> I feel like that was that we 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 gave her a lot of options. So yeah, that's good. Right, that's true. Mm-hmm. Lots and to think it, about. For you guys listening, it might have been hard to tell, <laughs> but go check out the podcast notes. Yes, and of course, send us your questions. You can just email them to podcast at ballarddesigns.net and we will answer them on a future episode. And um, and how do they get find you, Andrea? Yeah, do tell, you have a website. Oh yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, Andrea Costa Studio, C O S T A C O S T A. Awesome. Thank do you all. have an Instagram? I do not. <gasps> you are so out of it. I probably do. I just don't know how to get to it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's all right. So sorry. No, and y'all sorry. can find all her art pieces on our website. Yeah. Just go find search the wall decor. Name. Yeah, just search for Andrea Costa. Yeah. And they'll come up. Great. Awesome. So Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Very nice. Nice. Atlanta yes. proper. Yeah. Anytime. <laughs> I love it. Cool. Thank so you great. for coming. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening. We would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. You can do that in your iTunes app or your podcast app or wherever you're listening. And, of course, send us your questions. Follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And leave us a review on iTunes, please. Mm-hmm. We would really love that. Really great reviews. Yeah. Only positive five-star <laughs> reviews, please. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's all right. You can give us constructive <laughs> feedback. <laughs> Until next time. Happy decorating!